welcome to the tribe raising the vibe with Tia on this lovely Sunday evening. Now I'm sorry that I'm late for today's pod but today I went to a community event that was to remember the day that Bosnia gained independence and I have to tell you it was such a lovely experience they had put so much effort in to organizing the event which was all community-led and community-driven and it was wonderful and they had several speakers there today that whilst their their talks were translated I didn't need any of their speeches to be translated in terms of the emotion that their speeches conveyed it was incredible the empathy and the strength and the compassion and the love that was spoken in a different language I could completely understand just from those people's pitch and tone and it was really really humbling I think especially with what's going on in Ukraine at the moment um, you know it's crazy what's going on and the devastation that we are seeing and then to think 30 years ago Bosnian people were in the same predicament well in actual fact they were put into concentration camps and it was a genocide but the fact that this these bombings and people being killed for no reason and all of that was only happening 30 years ago and we're literally watching this on a stage being played out now um, is really horrific and it humbled me today and it really moved me going to be part or being part of a community that has recovered from something the Ukrainians are going through now and how close-knit they are but also how much they talked about inclusivity and wanting to be diverse and appreciating our culture when they opened their ceremony today they opened the ceremony with the UK's British anthem and all raised for it and all stood there and it was I'm not even sure other than at football how many British events really do that I I mean on a community level I don't mean on a Olympic level or on a state level or you get what I'm saying I'm talking about on a community level where do you go and at the beginning of an event everybody in the room collectively stands for God save our gracious queen I just they don't so the respect that this community has for this country taking them in and housing them after such a horrific war is immense um, that's not actually what today's pod is about It. I started with that to apologise for the fact that I'm not on time today and I had actually recorded this like twice actually three times but I've got new recording equipment oh my god I'm struggling peeps I am struggling I keep getting playback I keep getting feedback and then like I think this is like my fifth or sixth attempt now where I'm stopping and starting stopping and starting just to check the sound quality yesterday I had recorded this for 40 fucking minutes and uh yeah there was a load of 
sound back. I was so cross. I was so pissed off. So anyhow, negativity back in the box. Um, and I think I'm slaying goals because we are four minutes into our pod and I have started off topic, completely digressed, and you don't even know what the hell I'm here to talk to you about today. So um, with that, I think we move forward to today's topic, which is about why things aren't coming to fruition. So if you've set yourself a goal, set yourself a target, you're trying to manifest like a motherfucker and nothing is happening and you genuinely are throwing everything you have got at it and still you feel that the universe isn't delivering firstly you need to ask yourself one question are you being patient enough these things do take time and secondly could it be because you are blocked because your self self-limiting beliefs that you are not aware of are holding you back from the things that you are capable from achieving and I can tell you now the likely answer to that question is yes. There are so many facets to being able to manifest well you know people talk about visualization people talk about asking the universe, people talk about affirmations, people talk about vision boards, um, inner work, self-talk and all of those, all of those different processes make up the manifestation journey or the goal setting or the vision setting and bringing those things in alignment into your life. And I actually think one of the most important parts before you can move forward on any part of a self-development or mental health or manifestation journey is that you need to find out what is holding you back and what self-limiting beliefs you have. And I have heard this time and time and time again from several different teachers. I attended a manifesting boot camp this week that was run by Nor Hibbert. It was incredible. The woman is insane. She has four kids, one of which is 20 days old. She gave up no less than 40 minutes of her time every night this week for um, self-development all around manifestation. And she has cited that inner work and working on your self-limiting beliefs is one of the most crucial points for a manifestation journey to be successful. And that is something... I wholeheartedly agree on. I've often said to you, this journey for me started with gratitude and I think I was so broken, I wouldn't have been strong enough to have been able to even look inwardly and look at the limiting beliefs that I have inside myself. Um, So gratitude was a really good place to start for me and I actually think that gratitude is significantly important because it raises the vibration and it really helps you live within the moment. So it all depends in what part of the process you are and how you've come on your self-development journey would be how I, w- how I would suggest for you to embark on that journey and take that journey forward. You know, if you're somebody that is not post-breakdown or in the middle of one, um, I think self-limiting beliefs are the best place to start once you've set a vision or set a goal for yourself or this is what you might want to manifest and bring into your life 
the only way you can do that is working on what's going on internally um, if you have had a breakdown and you are in crisis mode I would start with gratitude because gratitude raises your vibration and allows you to assess the situation you're in now and where your life is presently so you actually realize your life isn't a pile of old shit and you actually have some really good stuff going on in your life which then allows you to feel slightly stronger and move forward and start looking at the belief systems that we have and that we have created ever since we're children that are preventing us from moving forward in our manifestation journey so just let me have a little breath there because I did go off on one and I want to discuss with you today the importance of our subconscious and how our self-limiting beliefs are created and then how to identify what self-limiting beliefs are and then what we can do to work through them so this is going to get a bit sciencey today and I have really had to research and check out some of my facts and everything else so if I get a little waffly or I digress or I get slightly passionate it's because firstly I find this subject really interesting secondly I am trying to explain something that is very complex and I'm only literally touching the tip of the iceberg with it so you will have to bear with me so basically our self-limiting belief system sits within our subconscious our subconscious creates the paradigm the filter in which we see our world our subconscious programming determines our attitudes behaviors habits and fears our subconscious is what forms our core belief systems 95% of our demeanor is determined by our subconscious mind our subconscious mind is basically the operating system that runs our whole goddamn life that is fucking crazy so our subconscious mind runs from just before we were born um, in fact it is the only thing that's running until we're about eight years old and um, some people say five six studies are generally showing now that our conscious mind isn't developed until we are about eight <clears throat> sorry bear with me sorry our conscious mind isn't developed until we're about eight so up until the eight age of eight years old our subconscious mind every experience every emotion every situation that we experience literally just floods into our subconscious with no filter so if you can imagine you've got your subconscious on one layer you've got your conscious mind on the top layer and at the back of the conscious mind is a door and that door of the conscious mind does not shut and sit on top of the subconscious mind until we are about eight years old that is fucking insane so in early childhood all of these experiences thoughts feelings are going straight in to the area that determines 95% of our demeanor with no filter that is mad so 
in early childhood, our subconscious accepts every bit of information as true because there are no previous belief systems for it to reference to and there are no previous experiences for it to recall from. So there's no contradicting information in our memory banks to say that what we are experiencing now isn't true. So our subconscious at that time takes everything that it receives to be true because it's new information. And our belief systems are formed mainly from our primary caregivers, situations and experiences that we are put in from a young age up until the age of eight. So just think about that, right, just for one second. Our primary caregivers are programmed exactly the same way and we get our belief systems from them. They get their belief systems from their primary caregivers, whose they then get their belief systems from their primary caregivers. So if you think about it, our fucking belief systems aren't even those of our parents because they've been passed down. So they come down from generation to generation to generation. It Literally, when I was going through this research, it just blew my mind. And if we take that one step further and we think about our beliefs are developed between those ages you know what well, up until the age of eight an eight-year-old child is determining and governs our belief systems as an adult that eight-year-old child doesn't have the emotional intelligence to rationalize or look for evidence to discount the harmful beliefs that are governing us now that's fucking mad and I'm not saying that it isn't more complex than that you know as we get older social media and other experiences yes will um, form some of our subconscious beliefs but our core set of beliefs are formed during the ages of two and eight our core beliefs that is fucking mental so when you hear the reference, the inner child, metaphorically, that inner child actually exists because it's your subconscious. Your subconscious is your inner child. It just literally, it has taken me, I've had to really sit down and think about this pod and that's probably why I've had to bloody re-record it so many times. And I've also had to do a lot of writing work around the pod because I wanted it to make sense because this really resonated with me and I thought if people can understand how their subconscious mind works even on like a micro micro scale of um, how I'm explaining it and I really hope to God I'm doing it justice then you could really start to understand how experiences situations and circumstances that happened in your childhood are determining how happy, how successful, how healthy, how joyous, how abundant you are as an adult. So for instance, if you grew up in a family where both parents were always hardworking and were mainly absent from your childhood, you could have been brought up with uh, the belief, the limiting belief that you're not enough, you're not good enough to be around, they don't love you because they're there, etc. Later on as an adult, you will know that your parents were hardworking for you, 
for the love that they had for you, for the desire to be able to provide better for you. But that belief system is now formed. That belief system as that child is now a core belief system and is now locked in. So you've actually got to do the inner work around that to unpick it so you can let that shit go and let new energy in. Because if you are sitting there with all that old energy inside you and you're wanting to draw in new experiences and you've not let it go, there's no room. There's nothing new, positive coming into your life. If you're saying on the inside, I'm shit, I'm unworthy, I don't deserve this, I can't, I'm not enough, I will never have. How do you expect those limiting beliefs on the inside saying to you all of this negative stuff, but the outer you wants to be rich, abundant, happy, successful, driven, motivated, have clarity. The two don't work together. Your, your, your inner belief systems are repelling the new person that you want to cut, that you want to become. It is that fucking simple. There are 12 spiritual laws of um, spirituality. <laughs> I've got, got myself a little bit lost there. Of spirituality. I am not going to go through all 12 because that would just be crazy town. And like any of us have time for that, including oneself. But the law that resonates or correlates with this is the law of correspondence and the law of correspondence states what is above is below is inside is outside everything corresponds to our internal world oh bugger i have said that wrong oh okay i'm gonna start that again sorry the law of correspondence states what is above is below, is inside is outside. Everything corresponds our internal world must energetically correspond with the external world. And I'm still not sure I said that right, but I'm sure you know where I'm going with it. So basically, as I said, if you are sitting on a load of internal shit and trying to make the outer you more positive you have to work on that internal stuff first otherwise you are going to get blocked you are not going to move forward anyway i completely digressed because i went off on one i love this topic by the way this is something that i want to study much deeper for myself because i absolutely find the neuroscience and neuroplasticity of this like so fucking mind-blowing that I just want to learn more and more and more it's insane so anyway back to where we where we was um so we're going back to that childhood experience where both of your parents were hard-working they weren't there as an adult you could rationalize it as a young eight-year-old child you couldn't so you formed a set of core beliefs around you not being enough and the reason that happens is because we actually don't like to be proved wrong so not only are those early belief systems deeply ingrained we also don't like to be proved wrong about our belief systems and in actual fact we will go one step better and look for evidence to support that limiting belief 
rather than looking for evidence to discount it. That is fucking crazy. It's mad. So basically, our belief systems, our behaviours, our attitudes, our fears are all driven by an eight-year-old child that has developed our core belief systems and are governing us now as adults. That is mind-blowing. So that is our first part. Where do our limiting beliefs come from? And in a nutshell, our limiting beliefs basically come from an eight-year-old fucking child who is governing our life now. Because as I said to you, 90% of our day is driven by our subconscious mind. Actually, I don't think I did say that because I didn't tell you that we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. 90% of those thoughts are the same as the day before. We are literally doing things on autopilot. So driving our car, brushing our teeth, washing our, washing, um, making our beds, eating, is all done on autopilot. And the reason this happens is because our brain uses the most amount of energy than any other organ in our body. So our brain has an inbuilt system that conserves energy by using automated processes and responses. We are so fucking clever. Our body is fucking genius. Like it's mad. Just think of that. We have an, we have a system to conserve energy so our other organs have the energy that they need from the organ that conserves the most energy and the response to that is by building automated processes but that is that's that's nuts that's just mad and whilst that's mad and that's amazing there is a huge downside to this we every day we think that we are thinking we're not thinking at all we are just repeating, reacting and responding to our external stimuli via the five senses that decode our thoughts, our thought processes into energy and send that energy back to the brain because that's the coding that our brain understands. So we are literally living the same day over and over and over and over again. And then we wonder why we're not fucking happy. Then we wonder why we're stuck. Then we wonder why we can't manifest and bring things into our life that we're looking for. We then wonder why we're unfulfilled. Because instead of creating new thoughts that are in alignment with the new person and the new identity that we're trying to create, we are simply reacting and responding to the outside world, believing that we are the thinker of our thoughts. But we're not, our thoughts are just a byproduct of decoding information from the external world and that's why we have to do the inner work that is why we have to sit down and look at the situations and circumstances and the buts that are inside us that tell us that we can't do something and journal them and work through them and you will know if something is a self-limiting belief for you because it will either trigger you 
or you will have exactly what I said, those words around it. I can't, I'm not good enough, I'm not clever enough around a certain subject. Or most 99% of people that have a human desire have a big but underneath it. So I would love to be a singer, but I'm too old to do that now. Or when I was going on my healing journey at the beginning, I just want to get better, I want to get better, but I just don't know how to get there. Or I want to go to the gym, oh, but I really haven't got the time. Well, sorry, lovely. When you're sitting on your ass at home and you're watching something on Netflix, or you're binge watching something on Netflix like This Is Us because it's my favourite, favourite thing at the moment, um, you could have taken one of those hours to do a quick workout. So it's, it's our self-limiting beliefs that are holding us back. And to work through those, for me, has worked identifying what they are which is as I said the butts that un sit underneath them or the bad self-talk that we use around certain topics and subjects and then journaling and then meditating on those so once we've identified those belief systems we then need to reprogram those belief systems and this like this also literally just blew my mind because if you think about us physically we internally physically we regenerate ourselves all of the time i am physically not the same person i was 10 years ago because all of my internal cells have regenerated and they are doing that constantly so physically i'm not the same person it has been proven through scientific studies through neuroscience that we literally have the power as humans to create re to create new neurological pathways and new neural circuitry so we can change our self-limiting belief systems so we can literally change the person we are that is fucking mad that is mad and we can create those pathways or the new neural neural oh god really having problems with that bloody word um neural circuitry through repetition so the way that the subconscious mind learns is through constant consistent repetition and that's why a lot of people talk about affirmations because we repeat those 10 at a time and you would take the same block of affirmations for a week and repeat that at a time that's why people talk about gratitude practicing gratitude daily that when you practice gratitude you write that gratitude list down or you talk that gratitude list out and it's at least 10 statements of gratitude that's why people talk about EFT tapping because you would do that on a frequent basis and you do that for blocks of no less than 10 minutes at a time some people would need hypnosis you have to remember some people's sadly self-limiting beliefs will come from traumas and they are they're not just gonna be cleared by one journaling session or two journaling sessions or eft tapping regularly you know for somebody that's gone through domestic violence or have grown up in a household where where parents either parent are drug or alcohol dependent um have been sexually assaulted or abused you know they are big traumas sitting down and journaling isn't gonna do shit yeah it might help towards the end it might be one of the resources in your toolkit that you use but you are likely to
to need a therapist to help guide you safely through unpicking those limiting beliefs and traumas and if anyone listening to this has had any of those experiences and is about to embark on this type of journey you need to make sure that you are buddying up with someone whether that be somebody in your life that you really trust that will hold your hand and help you go go through it because it's deep work or you need to get yourself in touch with some sort of counsellor, therapist, trauma coach because doing this inner work and challenging the belief systems that you've developed as a child is hard and I'm finding it tough with my later life experiences Um, so let alone if those traumas have happened to you as a child so just think about that Um, sorry I digress but I would hate to give out advice or say anything and someone thinks oh right I'm going to go off and do a load of work which I'm sure no one would be silly enough to and I'm sure I'm teaching everyone how to suck eggs but without putting a caveat in this is hard graft it's not easy when you have to sit down and look at yourself and look at firstly some of the bullshit you tell yourself because some of these limiting beliefs have come from media social media images that we see and some of them have come from traumas that we've experienced or our primary caregivers um, limiting beliefs so it's hard when we're doing that work around ourselves. but by uncovering our subconscious belief systems and by reprogramming those through as I said affirmation meditation gratitude practices daily EFT tapping and you may find other things that work for you these are these are just the ones that I use and if you are doing something that doesn't support your healing process or feels arduous or is an absolute pain in the ass or you have a disconnect with it stop fucking doing it don't be putting yourself under the pressure to do a practice daily that isn't enhancing your life go for a walk if that suits you sit down and listen to a podcast if that suits you my healing toolkit could be completely different to somebody else's healing toolkit and that's okay because the whole point and about us all building our own set of resources is because we're unique so we have to do what supports us and remember this is to make us feel well and we are 30 minutes in and I think that is the third little off topic that I've um taken us on a little journey down now so we really are slaying goals today's peeps um anyhow back to where I was so as I said by doing the inner work and covering your subconscious belief systems and reprogramming your thought processes you can literally choose to become a new person and then you can step in to becoming that new person only when you have got your subconscious belief systems in alignment with what you want will you be able to manifest our subconscious mind runs 95% of what we do until you are aware of your subconscious programming and until you have done the reprogramming the inner work you are unconsciously repelling what you are seeking I am telling you now the inner work is a fucking game changer so you've got one homework this week and you need to think about what are your buts what are the desires you want and what are the buts that sit underneath it 
and then you need to call bullshit on them and you need to call them out. Your self-limiting beliefs are the part of the inner child that existed in you and they were created between the ages of two and eight. You need to let that shit go. And as I said, there are many tools you can use. Breathwork, meditation, energy healing, affirmations, hypnosis, EFT tapping, journaling, mantras, anything you want. But pick something and sit down and really look inside yourself because if what you're trying to do is not coming to fruition, I promise you it will not be because you're not doing it properly in terms of all the other practices. It will be because you have missed something that is blocking you, that is preventing you from moving forward and stepping into the new self or the new life that you are trying to create. So on that note, 33 minutes in, feeling very, very hoarse, I'm going to go and I'm just wishing you high vibes for the week, my tribe. The Tribe Raising the Vibe with Tia will be aired twice a week on Wednesdays and Sundays. Not only will I be sharing my passion about self-development, I'll be sharing stories, I will interview experts in the field of self-development, hold interactive Q&A sessions from our tribe. My hope is to share my passion and build a community that will support one another through their self-development journey. Find me on any social network platform at The Tribe Raising the Vibe. Make sure you subscribe, rate and comment on any podcast app.